0: Hello and welcome to the Ringgold Band podcast series, sustaining an American music tradition. My name is Cindy Miller Ungst, president of the band, and with me
1: is Jim Seidel, the musical director of the band, and our guest today is Donna Sue Thompson. Yes. She's I know she's a music educator in the Wilson School District, and Donna Sue's been with the band How longer long? than Cindy, number of years.
2: Well, I. I graduated from college in 1985, and I started shortly after that. I think I actually became a member in 86, but I was there right away in the fall, I believe.
0: What Um, brought you to the Ringo Band?
2: Well, from what I was was thinking about this, actually, and I I believe it was um, my brother-in-law Kurt Schneiderhand played with the band and before was I was here, time, and, yeah. and he was in college and graduated dating my sister, and, and so I knew he was coming to the band, and I'm pretty sure that's how I started. I know I wanted to continue playing after college, and, and I knew it was a good organization, so I knew I came along. I know Steph Cell was playing, and she was leaving at that time, and I think we needed another that's, flute player at that, that point. That, right. Kim, and that's when I Kim was still right playing?
1: In. Was Kim still playing at that time? Kim Raley?
2: I knew Kim from high school and yeah. and such, but I don't. I can't remember if she was there. I don't. I remember Steph and I Kim remember and Sue Steph were
1: together for a while. Suzanne Sue, Yeah, she's the longtime member. So
2: I don't remember. I don't remember if there were any other flutes at that point.
1: There weren't. I can tell you that. Oh my goodness. I can tell you that.
2: So you are a music educator. Yes. Do You want to tell us what you do? Well, I am um, currently the co-chair of the music department at Wilson School District. I've been the co-chair since about 2008, but I started um, back part-time after raising my family for about 10 years. In uh, 1998, I started part-time, and I was there for um, two years part-time and became a full-time instrumental music teacher for um, fourth and fifth grade students. So I teach all the beginner band instruments. So not just the flute, not I have just to do the flute. everything, <laughs> the whole thing, <laughs> everything. And the kids are always like, "Oh my gosh, how do you know
0: all those instruments?" So it <laughs> takes time. <laughs> it does, but um, I came in the band well after you. But it, uh, there, there were rumors uh, years ago before I, I came into the band that it wasn't always welcoming and i had also heard that about the flute section but that was not true at all when when i came i mean you welcomed me right I never I'm glad i'm glad but there were some there were some sections of the band that it was a little
1: i hate to say that in the in the 70s and 80s when mm. 70s or 60s when i started did i say that yes uh there was a great deal of uh stubbornness shall we say <laughs> and People were a little unwilling for the new folks to come in. Sometimes, oh wow, and it was it was pretty much a boys' club when I joined.
2: And I remember one particular male player that I believe right. actually went to college or high school with my father.
1: That's true, probably yes.
2: And um, so I, I remember that, it, it, and we did have some male. Now, do you think writers.
1: you know based on that? Now you've been with the band since the '80s, so you've been there roughly 30 years.
2: Yes. Hard I to believe. Tom Hard flies. <laughs> now, I want you to, <laughs> uh, p- to our listeners, uh,
1: just to clarify to our listeners, you start playing flute when I think it was three, you told me. <laughs> so you were kind oh, of a prodigy. No, but anyway, do you, do you feel the climate uh, of the band has changed from that uh, standoffish of new people, which I think was just kind of a cultural thing in the area, to... hopefully a very welcoming thing at this point do you you feel that
2: definitely because i think all of us especially a lot of the music educators we are always open arms to bring our own students in and 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 hopefully students that have been involved with the counties and the districts i mean want them to know our our band and really have a a, a foundation for growth for our band because we want to see that go into the future so we really feel that um you know it's been it's been a neat situation for ringgold and I've watched it grow, you know, over. Well, the that was years. my so next it's question. Really you've, neat to watch. You've seen a change, absolutely, absolutely. And um, we've we've done more substantial literature, you know, over the years, and we've been, you know, expanding it. I mean, Jim with Jim here, obviously, you know, he's been learning more and and always is um, doing more, um, educating himself. So, you know, we're always trying to to show um, some really neat new literature.
1: Well I thank you for the compliment. No one's ever told me I was <laughs> educating. <laughs> All those years at Exeter. Right. Yeah. Right.
2: Well That's I'm
0: glad great. I'm glad you said something about your students. We encourage our students to come in because um do you enjoy participating in our youth outreach programs?
2: I do, I do. It's it's always um, a nice benefit to go into the different schools and have the opportunity to meet with the flute section each time, and we work with them individually uh, or as a section and um, help them to learn the music that they're learning with their middle school and or high school, depending which level we're with. Generally, middle school, I think it mm-hmm. is. And um, but it's it's neat to see their faces and and reality check. They're like, wow, you know, we really have to work on this, or that fingering wasn't quite right, and we can point out things like that, that they're, they just, you know, in a short amount of time realize how much um, we could be good mentors to them, and also, you know, taking private lessons might be a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's true.
1: So you do, Cindy and I never get an opportunity to actually be in the room with the students. We always meet with the parents during those, those mm -hmm. educational programs. Mm -hmm. So, how do the student How do you perceive the students receiving you? You, I know everybody comes back and is really cool to be around the kids and whatnot. But how do you feel that they receive you in these kind of programs?
2: Well, we try to be one-on-one, like get an eye contact with each of them, and try to figure out in that short amount of time really what what they need to to work on. And and you can tell sort of the way they're standing or, or, you know, we work on posture. We'll work on um, maybe some articulation issues that they're working on. We can't work on improving tone and things, but we do talk about those kinds of things. And um, it's neat to see their reactions because some of them are like, Wow, you know, or you know, there's some kids that are are the, just there to 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 go through the motions, but there are some kids that really do want to get better at
0: their instrument and work harder at because, it. Because uh, for a lot of them, it's probably the first time that they have encountered a flute expert. That's probably true. Because yeah. you know, from they've started in unless in school. they're band director, right? You know, and they are focused. Mm-hmm. And you and I know there are very few band directors that are flutists <laughs> in the county. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So, um, what else do you do besides Ringgold and teach? You have—I know you have some other musical.
2: Yes, yes. Um, well, I'm—I'm I'm very involved with my church. I need to leave, uh, put that little plug in for there. I've been—I just joined our choir after many years. I've been um, in the bell choir at church, and I do some performing there as well. In which church is um, that? Grace Lutheran Church in Shillington, mm-hmm. and um, I've. I've been very involved with a search committee there for a a new music director and organist, which we're we're almost done with, but not quite. Mm -hmm. And um, I also play with the Reading Pops Orchestra, and I also play in a group with Cindy. We play (laughs) in a flute quartet and flute choir um, called Center Park Flutes. So we we hope that um, our listeners get to hear us play, too, sometimes. Yes, we do. (laughs) (laughs) We have a lot of engagements coming up. We do.
1: And and that's kind of, you know, when we pull all that together with the Ringgold Band, Yes, you, you find that many of our people play in many other organizations, so That's they bring right. such diverse experience to the band, which I think helps make the band even better.
0: Mm-hmm. I I know that we have at least one brass quintet within the yeah. band. Correct. I'm not sure of of any others, mm-hmm. but um, but it is. It's lots of fun, and, and that is. What um What would you like? our listeners to know about the Ringgold Band. You know, um, one time, one of our guest conductors, Laura Schissel said that um, basically he said that the Ringgold Band is known in so many places other than its hometown, sort of like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz Mm -hmm. that, you know, um, you don't know what you have until, until you go you've home. left, right? Until you un, until you've gone and come back. So, what would you like listeners that perhaps have not come to a concert or to know about the Ringgold Band?
2: I think they need to know that we are definitely much more than playing all the Sousa marches. Although we know that's very very important, and and I feel you know I use that in my own education of of my students at Wilson. I give them march um, information, and we are playing. El Capitan this year, by the All way. All right, great. <laughs> Good for you. Right. <laughs> so, great. Um, but but really, the the wealth of knowledge that that Ringgold can give is more than than the the general historic chestnuts. We are we are reaching out to students. We're reaching out to the community. We are wanting to to expand our literature and and just be friendly to everyone and, and and have everyone have the love of the community band. And we want to keep that going on for many, many years to come. And it's, it's it's not a dying tradition. It's something that's a growing tradition here in this area because more people are getting to know the Ringled Band. And the more we talk about it, the more they realize, you know, we are, you know, the place to be, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Not just a church picnic kind of band. You know, we're doing, we're, we're going out to... Um, other conventions and things and, and, and really hoping to, to see the world, so to speak, not just be right here in the community. So watch well, out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's,
0: that's so true. It, it really mm-hmm. is. And so thank you so much for, um, for taking the time you're, very busy lady, still working and still Almost so involved. grandma, too. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: <laughs> that you will love. Next
0: week. <laughs> next week. Still so involved in music and, and education. So please check us out at www.ringgoldband.com to check out our upcoming concerts and activities. And this is Cindy miller And
1: Jim Seidel with our guest Donna Sue Thompson. And until our next podcast, have a wonderful day.